and a history check for anybody who speaks Infernal, which I think is just you and Lulu. Yeah, da, 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 da. Twelve. Okay. Um, you don't really know the exact translation, but it has the word alv, which usually means elf. Elf. Uh, and screma, which usually means screaming. Elf screaming. Oh my god. Is the air going here? <laughs> we're, we're the screaming elf comedy improv troupe. Oh no, it's Carrot Top. No, oh my I, god, fire, fire. See, I, I went to a darker place when I see a, a hobgoblin troupe called the Screaming, screaming elves. elves. I think, I just think of the worst kind I need of a suggestion from the audience of an argument you had with your mom last week. Oh my god. <laughs> so the worst kind of torture. Yeah. Yeah, it's poor elf. Hey, I was in a group called the Imaginary Imps. Gross. Um, and you, you tell that to people like <laughs> I think it's funny. <laughs> so the front wagon, and then there's a, a couple more that travel behind it. Uh, also, are pulled by these gigantic gray-skinned loafing creatures. Behind that, there is actually a row. It actually fans out, so the caravansary is like a T-shape. Uh, and the back row is a couple more of these vehicles powered by screaming souls. And uh, they appear to be of all different shapes and sizes. There's some dune buggy-shaped ones and some motorcycles, uh, but they are without pilots. They are driving seemingly on their own in this formation behind the group. Cool. We've heard of these guys before. Didn't they compete against the Ecker Kickers in the X Games? They did not. Oh. I thought they rode against some hobgoblins up there. Uh, they rode against some other hobgoblins, but hobgoblins appear to be all over the fucking place down oh, here. Okay. Makes sense. Mm. Okay. This is uh, the first you've ever heard of this caravansary. Mm. Cool. Well, uh, I'm all for minding our business if they mind theirs. Yeah, I'm, I'm a little freaked out by their uh, their ghostly Shriner show. So, uh, as you're traveling towards the ferry and giving them kind of a wide berth, uh, it appears that there is a delay for the ferry. Uh, it can only carry about one vehicle each time it goes back and forth over the river sticks. I was about to suggest that we try to get ahead of these guys for that reason. Um, we could try that, yeah. At this point, you're pretty close to them. It'd, it'd be pretty obviously that you're cutting them off to get in there first. It is hell, so it's kind of like driving on jump? anyone. Yeah but, yeah, but it's also lawful. I'm sure they respect lines. Yeah. Well. I mean, we can we no can say you know we, we're only one car. You mind if we go first? I think they're gonna mind. Then there'll be a fight. I have a hammer. I don't want to fight invisible Schweiners. <laughs> really, I do. <laughs> 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 I want to fight Screaming Elvis. You, by the way, as you're getting closer to these uh, vehicles, uh, smell something that smells positively delightful, like cooked meat. Oh! A smelly smell that smells. Oh, no. <laughs> smelly. It's a rotisserie elf. <laughs> Teriyaki style. Kenny Rogers roasted. Except for elves. Ooh, fourth meal! <laughs> no, 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 it's only elf meat. It's totally vegan. Yeah, but it's all grass, grass fed. Grass, grass fed. fed. Free range. Here um, at Elfshire Farms, we make sure that all of our elf meat is treated ethically. Cage bred elves. Um, there appears to be one of the wagons that's part of the caravansary. Uh, you can hear the pounding of metal on metal, like somebody is uh, operating uh, like a blacksmith shop. Mm-hmm. Uh, and periodically, you do see like puffs of black smoke come out from an apparent billow system built into the back of one of these wagons. Mm-hmm. But at one point you hear clang, 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 and then this like growing cacophony of screaming voices, which is only occasionally being interrupted by the sound of clanging metal like a hammer continues to swing. And then you can hear a voice of someone going, stop that, stop that, it's just a bump, clang. 
clang, clang, and then they sort of slowly distribute out over the wastes and stop. Uh, my my brain went with uh, Golden Bull. <laughs> but I some amnesia shit. <laughs> um and how many how many vehicles yeah. in total is this? Looks like a half a dozen uh, normal wheeled vehicles and then another half a dozen of mechanical vehicles in the back. Oh, shit. And some of them are unmanned, but like how many bodies do we see moving around? Um, you're not close enough yet to tell directly, but Lulu will go and visibly take a look for you. And yeah. when she comes back, she says, uh, all the vehicles that are not uh, motorized have drivers. Uh, most of them have co-pilots. Uh, and then it looks like there's a couple like random hangers on that are walking alongside. Uh, looks like maybe caravan guards, basically. So like 18 to 20 people. Yeah, she so says a couple dozen. If we're, gonna, if we're going to be polite and let them go first and not try to cue bump and start a fight... Um, Maybe we park, shut the engine off, so we're not wasting gas. Yeah. And they're going to take a long time to get back and forth, I imagine. Yeah. We can Probably talk them up and see what's going on. Yeah. Um, the other option is, you know, we try to go over there and play the whole, hey, there's like eight of you and one of us. Can we go first? But that might not end well. I don't think we'll probably, want, like, we'll probably want to I only have some milk and eggs, like in the much. grocery line kind of vibe. Yeah. We also have to negotiate with the ferryman yeah. to take gold because we don't have enough soul coins oh, to spend sucks. on the trip. Yeah. What do we have for soul coins right now? Four. Four. Okay. But we've got a shit ton of gold, I think, right? Um, I have 23 gold left. Oh. I have 73. Yeah. <coughs> we converted a bunch of gold for right. soul coins. Mm. Yeah. I got beans! You want these beans? They are the musical fruit. You got these? You want them beans? <laughs> yeah, I got 38 beans. I, I propose a trade. You bring us across the river sticks and I put my beans in your mouth. <laughs> I'll cram my bean in your bean bag. Okay. Stonks. All right. So, uh, yeah, what's the call? Sounds like you're waiting. I, I think that's... Put it in the park, turn the engine off. Yeah. We don't have the freaking hit points to fight anybody mm-hmm. right now. Especially not an entire Can no. I, now that I'm not fighting yeah. can I like spend some hit die if we're going to be hanging out here for a while? Uh, not until I tell you you're taking a short rest and this is not a restful scenario. Great. We're basically parked at a red light. Parked at a red light and everybody's on edge. You don't really know what to expect from these people yet. So I'm going to say no, it's not restful. Um, but as you park... Um, you do see that the caravansary is pulling in about the same time. It appears that Ingrid has nailed it on the timing. Um, and you do see a ferryman. Uh, it looks traditionally like a ferryman would in, in fairy tales. It's on a gondola. Clearly not wide enough for any of these vehicles. Um, but it is a hooded figure with a skull-like face that appears mostly from the nose and jaw. You can't see much else from the hood. Um, with a very long, sort of spindly wizard staff looking thing it's using to steer the gondola across the river. Uh, there appears to be some discussion going on with the driver of the first vehicle uh, and the uh, individual manning the gondola. The individual manning the gondola does not speak, uh, but there is some obvious body language, yes, no kind of stuff going on. The whole discussion takes 30 or 40 seconds. Uh, you see some coin exchange hands, and the uh, figure on the gondola steers about 10 feet away from the dock, and the gondola stops moving. The current continues to flow, but the gondola just stops. Mm-hmm. And uh, it does some sort of arcane signs in the air and casts enlarge on the gondola. Oh. And the gondola becomes light enough that they can just barely fit their beasts of burden and cart on one at a time. Mm. 
Neat. And so it pulls back up to the dock. Uh, the individual whistles, and the first cart is loaded carefully on. The individual who did the negotiating uh, does not get back in the driver's seat. The co-pilot takes over. He stays on the shore and kind of helps mm-hmm. uh, negotiate who's going in what order and when. Sort of the spotter. Yeah. He appears to be some sort of a, a ringleader or something of this whole arrangement, or at least somebody who knows logistics, like the chief roadie or whatever. Um, who appears to be setting up this whole transaction. It's and Jimmy Hoffa. <laughs> the very first wagon is loaded on. Uh, the very first wagon appears to be primarily for defense. Uh, mm-hmm. As it pulls up to the docks, you can see it's covered with uh, harpoon launchers. Uh, there's some sort of a large bore gun made out of brass covered in etchings of screaming ghost faces. Mm. Uh, and there is uh, There are no like cannonballs or anything that you might expect to see next to it. It's actually got a large ovoid chamber on the back. Uh, and every once in a while you can see them sort of feeding something into it from a, a container that looks like a, a case of gasoline. Hmm. Okay. okay. Um, so, as soon as that thing is across the river, that's when we attack. So we're stopped. Yeah. So two things. So number one is, um, did, did I see the Tower of Skulls anywhere as we were traveling? Did we go anywhere near anything? Lula tells you it's uh, actually pretty far away. Uh, okay. She didn't saw it because it was so tall and on top of a hill. Okay. Uh, she said she could get you there if you want to go there. Um, but she might have to like fly up and get a better look at it, so she can tell you what to avoid to get there. Okay. Um, I just didn't know if it was right near here. Um, the other thing is, um, I'm going to go to the unicorn. I know the unicorn doesn't speak to me. I don't speak the language. I believe um, the unicorn doesn't speak any languages you guys speak. Right. Yeah, it speaks. Um, I'm going to try to like, <coughs> you know, very calmly and patiently, and try to lead it to the other side of our car so it's out of view of these creatures. I don't want us to be seen like. I it's a smart I don't want creature. anybody thinking that a fucking, uh, you know, we have food for a fucking yeah. creature. So I'm going to try to hide it on the other side. Hopefully it'll follow. Uh, unicorns are smart creatures. It follows. It knows exactly what you're doing. Okay. Yeah. Doesn't take a lot of discussion. Cool. Uh, and then I'll say, uh, Dragon Man, you want to go make friends? <laughs> Face look, man. They, they look like our kind of people. <laughs> um, yeah, I'll, uh, you know, once, once this guy's done getting his car, his danger cart loaded up and... He's got nothing better to do. I'll, uh, I'll wander over and try to strike up some friendly conversation. So as you get closer, you're about 60 feet away at this point. Um, mm-hmm. First thing you're noticing is that he individually has plenty to do because he's negotiating the transport back and forth of different carts and different orders. Uh, and who moves what gear from cart to cart if it's too heavy. Mm-hmm. But there is a guy who comes out to meet you. Uh, he hops out from the third cart, which is the one with the screaming hammer pounding. Uh, and he hops down onto one foot. He apparently has a peg leg. Oh. Um, he appears to be, um, <laughs> money, money. He's a very wide <laughs> nose. Uh, he's got fur over his face. Um, nose turns pink at the end, but he's got dark fur. Uh, appears to be about seven and a half or eight feet high. Um, three fingers on each hand and a thumb. Uh, and he comes out wearing a uh, black robe with this very elegant, like red trim, all oh. throughout it. Uh, very vampire chic. Mm. Fuck um, yeah. But otherwise, he, he's kind of an unnerving looking figure because he's so big, but he's also very silly looking. He's got the head that almost looks like a cow. And not in the way that like, a minotaur looks like aggressive and mean. It looks like a fairly docile farm animal from the neck up. Um, but he is wearing uh, like a very long, flowing black and red etched robe. And, and from the neck down, he's very intimidating. Hmm. Uh, but he hops down and puts a big smile on his cow-like face and approaches you. Uh, he appears to be more of a like a face man for whatever is going on here. Uh, and he says, can't help but noticing you over there. I, I apologize we got here a little bit too fast. 
Uh, he's okay. Uh, we just uh, trying to conserve a bit of fuel while we wait. Uh, you have many vehicles to get across. We do, we do. And I apologize for the delay. The uh, Alskrema caravansary is... Uh, well, we're growing, you see. The what now? We're growing. The, sorry, could just the, if you could repeat the name of your... Caravan. The Alskrema caravansary. Oh! It is painted on the... Ooh, ice yeah. cream caravansary. It's uh, nice. Rocky Road. <laughs> what business do you get up to where business is so good? He says, well, we do a little bit of everything, but our uh, our claim to fame, our calling card, if you will, has been uh, the butchery of exotic animals, uh, exotic meats, imported mm. to the realm of ours. Throw the tapestry over the unicorn. <laughs> That's why I put it on the other side of the thing. No, just a regular <clears throat> horse. Oh, it's, it's a fake unicorn. It's Actually, just do we have a tarp? <laughs> it's, just, it's just a paper towel Stu- to... Stuff it in the, in the, uh, the Ark of the Covenant. Quick, cover uh, it up with a unitard. <laughs> I, uh, I can smell the meat cooking. Whatever, you, uh, whatever it is you butchered, it, it does smell quite tasty. Well-seasoned golden elf from the shores of Faerun. <sighs> Yum. Wow. That's that, so um... rare and delicious. It's yeah. a delicacy. Yeah. When you guys look really uncomfortable, he sort of laughs and it's he says, Yes, cool. yes, I know what you're thinking. I saw your type and I know that our delicacies are not for your consumption. Mm. Fear not. Uh, if you are interested in barter, we do have some things that might be more to your taste. But I do find in these sorts of engagements, it's much more beneficial to be upfront about the kind of uh, convoy that we keep. Uh, I, mean, I do I appreciate your honesty. Yeah. Um, while we are discussing business, I do have kind of a question between uh, just the two of us. We have not dealt with the ferryman before. What is a good price for bringing our vehicle across the river? Oh, for your vehicle? And he sort of looks over your shoulder. And he's actually tall enough. He can look around your head, not have to, like, crane all yeah. around your body. So that's probably a weird social thing for you. But yeah. he does sort of look past your head, and he goes, Ah, very nice, very nice. Probably a soul coin, maybe 120 gold. It's good information to have. Well, we haven't negotiated with him before. I didn't want to get put through the ringer. Um, what, what else do you have for sale besides, uh, elf meat? Uh, he, first off, he, he goes over the details. Uh, he introduces himself as, um, uh, let's see. Actually, this is great. Canonically, his name is Hakari. Oh! You know, into a volcano. <laughs> um, but he does, he extends a hand and he says, first off, my name is Hakari. Uh, it's a pleasure, I'm glad that we've met. Uh, Carl Weathers and Earl Schwarzenegger. (laughs) And who are your friends? And he gestures to the three of you who came up. Obviously, his answer stayed behind with the unicorn. Yes. Um, This is uh, Nemea. This is our driver, Ingrid. And, uh... Well, actually, I think what I am going to do is now that the unicorn is there, hopefully it'll stay. 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 It's not dumb. It's, yeah. I'm actually going to climb on top. I'm going to climb on top of our vehicle and stand there with my bow and try to look slightly intimidating. (laughs) And that is our, uh... Our security man's answer. Uh, try try yes. to look intimidated. It'll make him feel really good about himself. <laughs> uh, when you say that he does actually like make a show of flinching, like oh, nice. Nice. I feel safer already. <laughs> he just pisses freely on the ground. <laughs> uh, he says the uh, the wagon behind you is owned by our uh, chief butcher, Brawermach. Uh, obviously, his specialty is not to your taste, but he does uh, provide alternative sources of butchery. More boring meat. Well, I wouldn't say boring. He says, uh, <coughs> I've been in Avernus for a long time. Uh, I myself have been here for about two centuries. What we carry isn't typically found within the plains of Avernus. Impossible elf. Impossible <laughs> elf. <laughs> um, Just elf, it comes in a bottle. <laughs> he says, 
if you are interested in purchasing rations from uh, from my man Broermach over there, I would recommend that you give me your order and I provide it to him. He gets a little bit upset when people don't want the local delicacy. Uh, the Alfskrema is something to be savored by those who have the taste for it. Get a little Lego lamb. I mean, it smells real good. I'm tempted to try it. Is that fucked up? Yes. yes. Okay. Uh, okay, thanks, guys. Super fucked up. I just needed a vibe check real you quick. Like, you, know, you know elves. Like, you've talked to elves. Elves have probably... Yeah, well, I'm talking to a cow right now. <laughs> I mean, like, how many times is cannibalism going to come up with this group? Like, All the time. Can't, like, can't, like, can't like, at least 69 times. Elves yeah. are not any of our races. I <laughs> am not an elf. Hey, Maroon was only half orc when she ate that orc. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I totally forgot we did that. By the way, um, be careful about ordering boring meat in hell. It means something different here. It'll literally bore its way out of you like the beginning of Alien. Um, uh, fuck you. Thanks. I will not have nightmares about that. Jesus Christ. After that, he gestures to the next wagon. Jesus Christ will also bore out of you. Yes. He'll bore into you from the blood. Yeah. Just picture that scene from Alien with a little Jesus statue. Like the little little buddy Christ coming out of your chest like, Hello, Hosanna. Hello, Hosanna. It's just beams of light in the... Anyway. So once you compose yourselves, um, he does gesture to the next wagon that's waiting in line, and he says, uh, <laughs> this one here uh, is Haskell's Forge. Mm-hmm. Uh, he specializes in creating cacophonous weapons. That would be the screaming we heard. Yes, it would. Whatness weapons? Cacophonous. Okay. It means they loud as fuck. Wow! Add one, plus one to vocab. He says they are uh, most popular among those who are trying to intimidate their enemies, but I have been told, if you are interested, uh, that there is a side benefit of these. It does allow the wielder to read and speak abyssal. I already do that. Do you? I want to buy one arrow that screams fuck you in abyssal when I shoot it at the <laughs> he, he looks at you and he's very excited. We can do that. <laughs> we can definitely do that for you. Yo, please let me We have that available. That Yo, this one's on offer. the house. That's so great. Yeah. It's like those whistling fireworks that just... <laughs> Eat me! Eat me! And then, uh, he gestures to the third wagon. <laughs> no, you don't want says, to say that around this group. Yeah, that'd be bad. Uh, the third wagon, he says, that one belongs to Meltris. He's um, an unusual type. And you can see that he, he he's sort of like Meltris. Meltris pokes his head out from behind the wagon, and he, he looks like um, he is covered in red paint, and he is cube shaped. He appears to be something of a modron. He's wombat proof. <laughs> <laughs> is um, Meltris's wagon shorter than the other wagon? It is not. Uh, Meltris <laughs> has one central eye, a cube shaped body, and eight legs. Uh, and he appears no. to be made out of metal, but it's painted red. Hmm. Uh, and he says, I wouldn't entreat with Meltris directly. He sees things that aren't there. But he the is responsible uh, for the maintenance of our many vehicles. As you no doubt have noticed, uh, they lack drivers. That is Meltris is doing. Oh. Um, I'm not going to say this out loud in front of him, but we do have a Nirvanian cog box that needs to get fixed. Yeah, I mean, we need at least one soul. We need two soul coins to get over the river and back again. We also need fucking rations. I mean, there's, there's elves. There's, there's elf tacos. I would eat some elf meat. It smells good. <laughs> like, listen, I had kangaroo burger once. It was gamey, but it was filling. 
Elves are gamey, but they're not filling. You can taste, it tastes like salad. It's like meat, but it tastes like salad. So anyway, at the mention of a, of a, uh... Cold hot dog. <laughs> what is this guy make? Just really gets him going. Does this guy make something? I think he's, I he's started to write it down and we yeah. went off on a... He's a mechanic. Oh, the mechanic, thank yeah. you. Meltris is a mechanic. Meltris is a mechanic. Yeah. This guy you're talking to appears to just be a generic face man, uh, whose name is Hakari. Right, right. I got that. I just, um... Forgot what the Mojang guy does, so kick out. Yeah. Like, he's like a brown cow, right? He's a furbolg. He's got yeah. He's got like grayish fur and then a pink nose. So and kind of like, like jerseyish almost. His coloration is very similar to Mab actually. Okay, okay. Like the cool, white cool. under the chin, yeah. I like it. I like it. Okay. I just like want a really clear word picture <laughs> of this very cute tall cow man who could probably snap me in half. Yes. Yeah. At an estimate, he probably has a straight king for you. Being snapped in half by a cow man. <laughs> I don't want to talk about that on the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> More four hoof. Um, uh, what are your ra- like Ingrid will ask what their rations usually go for like the del- uh, delicacy of Scrama is uh, two soul coins per portion oh my god but the uh, the shop operated by Braurmach uh, offers many other supplies and uh, animals um, he describes a few things uh, he has um, dusk mantle pudding uh, he has uh, Roper Stew. Um, he has... Desperate uh, pudding actually sounds tasty. Fermented Gelatinous Cube. Ooh. Um, he has uh, Scorpion Meat. He doesn't tell you where the scorpions are from. The Rock Band. <laughs> it's the wrestler. It's just Dwayne <laughs> the Rock Johnson. The spot and then get eaten. <laughs> Um, Here I am, eat me like a candy cane. And he says they are are many and they are nameless, but he also has many fish available, all without eyes that were fished from the underdark of Faerun. (coughs) That's food. That's 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 legitimate food. Food. That feels like the safest food. Would you feel different about eating the elves if it was like a lobster situation where you went over to the tank and picked out the one you wanted to eat? He looks like a dick. I don't like Shellfish. I'm allergic to shellfish, so this is a bad analogy for okay. me. Okay, all right. Or it's like when you go to um, Texas Roadhouse and they have all the steaks out front. One of them smiles a, at you? Yeah. It's a cage of elf children. Delicious. Yeah, I have to say they were children. You're, you're not turning me off to this idea. <laughs> I mean, like, they're, like there's, there's, there's like prime rib and then there's veal. Yeah. I need the veal. There's elf and then there's elflets. They've got lots of elf on the shelf. They give you a basket of uh, fried elf ears as your appetizer. It's all good until you... Uh, you're eating like an elf gordita and you pull a pointy ear out of your teeth. <laughs> well, that's what you do with guacamole. Oh, yeah, actually, that's a good idea. Like, they probably just take the ears and, like, fry them up and then they make, make them like the chips and you get yeah, the exactly. meal. Yeah. A little cinnamon sugar. All right, I'm coming around on the elf eating. Yeah. Yeah, it's <laughs> two soul coins. It's so expensive. It's so expensive. It's so expensive. But you gotta treat yourself. Yeah, but I wonder yeah. if it gives us, like, powers. Yeah, the power of being a fucking freak. <laughs> yeah, but it has that already. <laughs> Are elves like inherently magical? Like, don't you think you get some powers if you eat some elves? I don't know. Are tieflings inherently magical? Do I get powers if I eat you? Actually, yes. Fire resistance. (laughs) (laughs) Eat her and find out. And also fire (laughs) anus. Well, I I mean, we we will be. It appears we'll be here for some time while we uh, wait for for your uh, caravan to cross. So. 
Uh, if we wish to make purchase, I will knock on wagon. He says, yes, yes, indeed. Uh, I would be happy to extend to you a, a first-time discount. 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 Discount double-check. Um, I yeah. don't know if we <laughs> have enough gold to get over the river, so we are probably going to have to use silk coins. We'll, we'll, figure, we'll, we'll figure that out. I want to make sure we can get across the river first. He says, I, I may have a solution for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Go get this thing from the other side of the map. The ferryman uh, has some rapport with our ringmaster. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Provide to me one soul coin. I will ensure your safe transportation across the river and provide you with a warm meal and a place to sit. Mechanically, that would constitute a short rest? It would be a short rest and uh, you would not consume rations on this day. And we, and we would have had to pay a soul coin to go over anyways. Yeah. Well, I, or gold, some combination of gold. Um, yeah. That, I, I, that sounds like a good deal to me. And but the meal the meal will be like the fish, perhaps. Uh, he will allow you to pick anything that is not the all scrama. Okay. Excellent. Um, we are in hell. Yes, yeah, that's a thing. So, like, what does he... What is he getting out of this side of the bargain? A soul coin. But we have to use the soul coin to go over the river anyways. Like, but he, he's going to have to pay for us to get over the river. The implication is that they're getting a discount because of volume. Okay, so we're basically joining up with his caravan for a hot second to, to, to get yeah, the... Yeah. skip the river a little yeah. cheaper. Okay, yeah. okay. He needs to pocket the difference. And, and in it's addition, funny. like, uh, his business is growing, presumably, a word of mouth. Yeah. So... Yeah. He's already got a hand of pamphlets in his hand. Like, he's, he's going to give you some collateral. Oh, we're to gonna get the you. we're gonna get like the takeout yeah. menus. And oh, presumably God. he's no no dummy. He's looking at Maggie's car and saying, "Well, if they got an in with Maggie, this is probably a group of people we want to." Yeah, yeah. I feel like yeah, we haven't necessarily been using like they don't have a franchise in Eastern Avernus yet. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're gonna have to give me your email address, and it's just gonna be fucking spam for the rest of your days. I mean, I like so spam. I like it more than elf meat. It's the same thing. You never <laughs> try elf meat. Less salty. Spelf. 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 Oh. 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 oh my god. Um, anything else you want to do with these guys? Uh, or are you taking them on the offer, first off? I think yes. Yeah. yeah. Alright. Uh, subtract one soul coin. Wait. Collect a short rest. Whee! Woo! Uh, you were provided a hot meal uh, of cooked eyeless fish. Um, one thing that's very disturbing about these fish is they don't have bones. Oh, that's oh. handy. That's actually, they're yeah. They're like, stuck in your throat. Yeah. Like, I'm not as they're like perturbed fish. by that. They, um, they're shaped kind of like a chicken breast, but it's uh, fish, so it's sort of that like salmon color, pinkish hue. Um, it has like ribbing in the flesh as if it had ribs in a spinal column, which it doesn't. Mm. Um, and it includes the head, which does not include eyes. Hmm. Exactly is how I Is somebody messaging me something again? What is this? Oh, no, I'm... Uh, oh, cubes. It's a poop cubes, yeah. It's a d- ignore me. No, I needed my calculator because I can't add two-digit numbers in my head. That's fair. I see you also went to public uh, school. I need to go. <laughs> I need to go. No, you just went to Hampshire Rejectional. Yeah. That's that's different. Yeah, it's worse. Hampshire <laughs> Rejectional. <laughs> Creepy music aside, it's just one playlist. So sometimes when it creeps up and it sounds like that breaking glass horror movie scene, uh, that's just because the playlist decided that. It just okay. is timed really well whenever it happens. Um... Because we're in hell. Yeah. I'm not. I'm having a ball. Uh, so yeah, you're fed a hot meal. You're allowed uh, a short rest while you wait for the caravan to move. Nice. They make a tiny profit off of you. You feel like you didn't lose any money. Win, 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 win. 
Um, they do provide to you uh, a stack of collateral, printed collateral on real paper. Nice. Oh, fancy. Uh, it includes like menus and bulk order information, contact information, uh, a way to drop a sigil to send a message spell without knowing the individual. Ooh. Oh, oh gosh, that's handy. Think of it like a QR code, but in hell. We should so save one of those, code. and then when we get back to Maggie's, we'll just leave it in the bar. That's basically exactly what they want you to do. Yeah. Um, that is why you're getting the discount. They seem to like you. You've made a good first impression. You didn't like attack them or do anything weird. So they were totally happy to do business with you. Um, and uh, Hakari gives you his personal business card, Dragomir. Oh, nice. That's personal awesome. business. Yo, I'm feeling really good about the friends. <laughs> it's got my private cell phone number on the back. If you Ooh. ever want to get down to some nasty cow eating. Yeah. <laughs> <coughs> yeah. How does he feel about eating beef? <laughs> Doesn't give a shit. Yeah. Uh, cool. He's he's a full blooded cannibal. What? Well, furball, yeah, but also cannibal. He doesn't oh. care. Cool. He's very upfront about that fact. He operates an establishment that sells the meat of sentient creatures. If you don't taste the stock, you don't know what you're selling. You know what? Whatever blows your hair back. And the, the consistent theme with him is that he is way more about being upfront and honest to avoid the shock of you, like, finding out some horrible thing. Yeah. He doesn't He doesn't have any interest in hiding that shit. He's yeah. just like, this is what it is. Yep. I do wonder if while we're here, we could add any... Should we ask him for any leads on... Now that we're friends with him, should we maybe ask him about the fixy fix? We can ask. Yeah. Um, it's probably it's a- generic. <laughs> yeah, I, w- I would not show it. Say, hey, we've got this thing. Hypothetically, if we had a Nirvanian cog box in the mix. It's also probably going to cost money. Right. Um, but if we knew somebody who, like, hypothetically knew how to... I, I just, I don't want to make us a target for robbery is the only yeah. thing. I think well, this might we, be a, ch- a chunk and clunk kind of a deal. Yeah. Well, then maybe we ask him if there's anything else. Cause, <coughs> so we, we think we have a lead on the Astro Pistons. Mm-hmm. We think we have a lead on the Flega, Shmoji, and Shmand. Yeah. Hearthstone. Might we ask still if there's hags. any hags that, like... We're still looking for Red Ruth. We, we haven't found the Red Ruth in yet. Yeah. yeah we should, we, maybe we could ask him about her? I mean, Face I can man? ask. Face man? Yeah. Um, Cause, like, Hakari. You... <laughs> yes. Uh, we're, we are trying to locate a hag that, uh, we wanted to do business with by the name of Red Ruth. Have you, have you heard of this person? Yes, I have. Uh, she occasionally buys the Elf's Crema. Mm-hmm. When was she the was last time you, you saw her? And where, where did you see her so that we might find her? It was perhaps, uh, a year ago? Uh, down at the Bone Brambles, I think. Is that someplace we've been? Uh, Some place that has been marked on your map in the past. Mm-hmm. Is she the one that comes back every year? Who's yep. The... Yeah, she yeah. is. Okay. She goes back to the Wandering Emporium for a bath every hundred she, years. Yeah, she seems like she's bath. got a very kind of tidy schedule. It yeah. seems like she... Well, you are in the plane of hell. Fair. Yeah. Fair. Oh, Long God. Does king. she have a hellish, hellish life alert? Is she, like, <laughs> laying in the shower somewhere? <laughs> like... I've fallen and I can't can't get up for eternity. Um, (laughs) Yo. Oh, shit. You know, she is a a fae of a certain age. Should I I float the Nirvanian cog box thing? I'm... I wouldn't float it like like be be you'd be like yo we found <laughs> be discreet Dragomir be like oh we we found this thing and we saw it and we aren't sure what it is do you know about it thing I this think is this why is you're talking about not I, I yeah I, I think I would drop the ball on this yeah I I I feel like maybe we we keep keep okay. that a secret yeah I like I said I I I don't want this fucking octagon to fucking come out and fist bang us to get our, our cog box that we worked so hard to misidentify for an hour. Um, yeah, I'm not. I'm gonna let that one slip. Okay. 
All right. <clears throat> Anything else you want to do while you're waiting? The uh, about two hours it takes for their caravan to get across the river. Maybe we should ask them about like their caravan, like where they visit, who they hang out with, if they know where. Actually, you know what? Once you cross the river, where where are you heading next? Uh, he says there is uh, a camp outside of the domain of Tiamat, uh, where adherents to Tiamat's uh, divine domains uh, go to swear their fealty and make their oaths. Um, typically, it is a, a common place to sell the Oskrema. It's a, a good place to make their mark there. Um, good place to set that, up the food truck. <laughs> basically, yeah. yeah. Uh, following that, they're going to follow the uh, River Styx uh, uh, abyssward. Um, they're going to make a stop at the Malignant Tributary. And uh, then they're going to stop at uh, Weatherstone Keep to pick up a delivery from a white Abishai uh, whose name is... Uh, uh, Torme. Mel? Mel? Velvet Fog? Our business brings us to TMS Domain as well. Might we tag along behind your caravan on the way? He says, yes, I believe that would be acceptable. Um, Safety numbers and all yeah. that. Mm. Just uh, if you were going to be part of our caravan for the time being, I would recommend that you put yourself between the mechanized constructs and the true wagons. Uh, otherwise... We may have some discussions with Meltris. He takes it rough when we're being tailed, you see. Oh. That's fair. That's yeah. fair. I got it. Okay, cool. Yep. Yep. I don't like being approached from behind by surprise either. <laughs> uh, would, so you yeah. mind, would you mind backing up? So so they're going to team at the main, but they mentioned some other person, some other place? Yes. Uh, so Torme uh, is a white Abishai uh, who makes a domain. Like dragon y guys, right? This. Yes. Uh, devil dragons, basically. Right. Uh, bipeds, but still dragon-like. Uh, and he said um, uh, Abyssward, which is east on the map. So they're basically going to go... Follow the river. On follow the, the river. And for what? Or we thought he had something? Or that he has a delivery. It sounds oh, like he right. might be one of the guys who's supplying the Elfskrema. Okay. Ah, I was going to ask if they had some kind of interplanar thing, because they've got the um, uh, Underdark fish and yes. elf meat. So yeah, they have a the Abishai is like the Cisco uh, food delivery of mm. uh, <laughs> you know, uh, wholesale food delivery <laughs> of this world. Plane shift is not a common spell, but like bad guys have it too. Yeah. And if you had magic, what would you do with it? Well, you'd probably get laid a lot and collect a lot of money. Yeah. That's I would fair. do that if I had literally any kind of magic. Yeah, so <laughs> I'm like, oh, honestly, dude, living the dream. <laughs> but like the Abishai has. The plane shift, not the He caravan. appears to, yeah. That's yeah. what you, you sort of picked up in the conversation. He hasn't been so um, forward as to yeah. say it outright. Yeah. But obviously, he has some way to get elf meat. Yeah. And Weatherstone Keep, this is not something we've heard before. That's all it was. No, it's Keep. some random landscape item that he, he describes very briefly. Uh, he says it is uh, an ancient heretical temple to mm. a long dead god. Mm. 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 Yeah. Is it maybe made out of skulls in his tower shape? No, he's, I think he's talking about landmarks on the other side of the river, so I don't yeah. think it's the same thing. Yeah. Um, or it could be that. We just didn't know what... We didn't know what side of the river that was on. We just that's true. She didn't necessarily say. Um, are we all good with joining their caravan as far as going to Team Matt's Lair? Seems yeah. like it cuts down on random encounters. Yeah. yeah. I'm just worried about the unicorn, man. We're just... Oh, yeah, the fucking unicorn. The fucking unicorn. Um... Um, well, they don't... Serve unicorn. Although they'd make an exception if there's one handy. Well, they also don't eat customers. Presumably they're not going to take our unicorn 
Cast disguise self on the unicorn, just make it a random dude. <laughs> I think it would be the same shit. <laughs> and this is our buddy, Johnny Unicorn. <laughs> I'm a horny guy. <laughs> hey, critical. <laughs> well, no, I think, I think he's onto something. Like, customers, like, they're probably not going to eat. We paid yeah. money. Yeah, we're, we're spreading the word. They have no reason to steal from us and I know that like the law of hospitality is kind of like not a written one but I still feel like it's bad for business I ain't leaving the thing aside no 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 no, no. Uh, those of you who are uh, close enough to this guy to see his face you want to give me an inside check I'll yeah. do it <laughs> I got oh, what's oh hey I'm good at that cancels Fifth. out you're bad at that uh, six uh, do you want to advantage you do. It's on your room. I need that. Yeah, I'm bad. We're gonna be punished for that decision. Uh, we already have that. <laughs> oh, cool. Turns out runes on rune nights are complicated. There's a million lines of text, and they all do something different. So I had to type up a thing to make it digestible. Yeah, no, it, like, is, it is a complicated class. Some of our oh, that's shit. That's, that's, terrible. that's a nine. <laughs> that's um, that dice just went thud. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna use my inspiration on that one. Yeah. It's much better. That's a non-natural 22. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. So you had kind of a feeling in your gut that this guy is not about to, like, eat people in your party. Um, Ingrid, with your spectacular insight by your uh, fantastic rune of stone giants, which is pretty badass. Think about that for a second. Mm -hmm. You had stone giant shit in your armor, and suddenly you're good at reading people. And Um, a dwarf, no less, so it's like, ha-ha, fuck you! Eat a big Batman. Um, (laughs) And when you... uh, really study this guy's features. It takes you a little while to pick up on the facial text because his mouth and jaw are very different from normal people you've interacted with. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you were able to very quickly <coughs> surmise that the element of doing business and providing good hospitality is far outriding the value of harvesting a unicorn. You suspect that now that you've at least made peace with this guy, that it's going to be a peaceful journey regardless of who is in your party. He's not about to betray that trust. Yeah. I mean, they're they're expanding. They can't really afford to piss off people who might. Also, I mean, while they could probably pretty readily kill all of us if they wanted to, it wouldn't be an easy fight. Yeah, and I think they know that, so yeah. they don't want to pick a they, fight. They take some heavy losses, and it just yeah. it's... is it really just like these four guys and all these automated wagons, or is there more people? Milling There's about? like two dozen people. Okay, yeah. And think of it like a traveling carnival. Bunch of carnies. This guy right. seems to be some sort of a mouthpiece. There's a ringleader by the shore who's directing traffic. Oh. And, and if their carnies are like our carnies, then somebody's going to eat that fucking unicorn. He already, so said, staying right there. He, he already <laughs> said that he has three fingers on either hand, all right? So he's definitely a carny. Um, um, uh, while we're making small talk with this guy and waiting for the ferry to come back, I'll ask him, uh, you know, we, we made friends with uh, the Icker Kickers, a, a motorcycle gang out of uh, Maggie's. Uh, and they rode north to compete in the X Games doing tricks over the river, and we missed it. Were you there? Did you get a chance to sell your wares? He says, uh, unfortunately, most of our business is uh, more contrabass uh, on this ah. side of the river, so we were not really interrupted, interrupting that schedule. He says, uh, we have to compete with the Wandering Emporium, and competition's bad for business. Yeah, well, understandable. Mm-hmm. Just wondering. I will say personally, from experience, I'm having a much better time with your caravan than I am with Mahadi's, and I wouldn't share that information with him. This is like an anonymous Google review of sorts. Um, just but... for funsies, by the way, give me a persuasion roll with advantage. Give me a Yelp review. <laughs> give me a Yelp review with advantage. <laughs> with advantage. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's that? Pers- nothing. So it's 13? 13, okay. 
and he gives a, like a, a flourishing bow. And when he bows, he is so tall that he's hinging like five feet off the ground. So he's basically bending where your eye line is. Jesus. Uh, to provide this big bow. And he's got this big flowing robe that like extends out and he stands back up. Thank you very much. That does mean a lot to hear. He says, I do hope that you'll keep that in mind when you distribute the collateral we've provided. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. He says, you know, it's, it, it's hard to make a ways out here because the Wandering Emporium does command such a deep following, but uh, we find that first off, not being a wandering emporium is probably better for business. Being able to find us is an important part mm-hmm. of the tasks that we sort and the services we provide. And secondly, we don't like to lock people up in uh, extra dimensional spaces and then hold them ransom for money that they don't have. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know, that's a, that's a bombshell. Yeah, no, just kind of really... I really thought about that now. That's when you spend a week in a hotel and on, at breakfast on your last day you see a cockroach walk over your table. No, that's when you spend a week in a hotel and you get up for breakfast in the morning on the last day and your groom key doesn't open your door from the inside. Yeah. <laughs> it's basically what, they're, what he's insinuating. He's saying There's a lot of ice in the bathtub. He's very like smooth when he delivers the line, there, but he's very of... clearly saying, like, this is some criminal shit. Yeah. No, absolutely. Well, like, you know, like, hell... Is this being the first level? There are a lot of newcomers, I would say, and this is a yeah, much more pleasant experience, yeah, no, a much more transparent, at least in, in in our experience. So, like you know, five stars on Yelp, absolutely yield Yelp. <laughs> in hell, it really is just Yelp. It's just yeah. when you log in, it goes <laughs> ah. It's, no, it's, it's just Yelp. With, Yelp. <laughs> it's Yelp with an H, so it's just Yelp. <laughs> <laughs> five stars on the Scriven. <laughs> All right, so I, I think I, I've done all the small talk I'm interested in doing with this guy. I, I, can we fast forward to yes, absolutely. Yeah. screw it over the river? All right, so yeah, uh, he holds up his end of the bargain. Uh, when he gets to the last wagon, the last wagon crosses, and then before all the automated vehicles go, you got to go. Um, he does a quick negotiation with the uh, the ringleader. The ringleader nods and smiles and gives you guys a look and then doesn't talk to you. He doesn't mm-hmm. have any interest in talking to you guys. But he does uh, fork over a little extra currency to uh, the guy crossing the river sticks, who then takes it, nods, and then waves for your screen machine to approach. Uh, you're able to drive on to the gondola easily enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, weirdly enough, the level of the water of the river sticks and the level of the dock is so perfectly flush with the edge of the gondola, there's not even a bump as you drive onto the surface of it. It is as smooth as driving on a road. Jeez. And then he drifts you off. And sure enough, he's literally just a guy with a stick pushing the gondola across the river. But he appears to be completely unimpacted by the current of the waters and is able to pull the weight of the screen machine and all of you just by moving the stick. And he doesn't appear to be working especially hard to do it. Like, he's literally steering it the same way you would in Venice. He crosses to the opposite side. There is a dock that is almost exactly across the river. He has to go a little bit further up the river to get to the dock and line it up. Uh, But after about 20 minutes of going across the river, uh, he parks on the edge and extends a hand out as if to say, get the fuck off my boat. Thanks very much. <laughs> Your screw machine rumbles across the dock and up onto the shore where the rest of the caravansary lies waiting. And they appear to be, uh, they set up like a pop table and they're playing cards and fucking off the way the carnies do in the off time. Nice. Um, none of them seem to give any extra attention to you guys. This apparently is not that unusual a thing for them to make this sort of arrangement. Smoking meth, hitting on underage girls. You know, carny shit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys, I got a question. I, why have Chuck and Clark not made this into, like, a fucking duck boat yet? <laughs> like, I'm sorry, it, it seems to me that there is a big old bad wet thing 
that goes through this whole realm where Maggie lives with her car. And Chekka and Clock are so good at electronics and shit. And they, they ain't put a floatable bottom on their shit yet. Glass bottom sticks boat. I mean, Dragon Me will say that is very smart. We should bring it up when we get back. And Brian says probably because Maggie's in league with the ferryman. Yeah, he doesn't want to business. <clears throat> He's it a probably, It's probably a lever in here that we don't know about. So when she's driving, she can go right across the river. But when we're driving, she gets her 10% kickback. It's that big lever that says, if you flip this lever, you will die. <laughs> <laughs> I like how our best ideas in this campaign are how to profit off of this place. <laughs> Hell does that to you, man. <laughs> also, don't forget that we're all terrible people. Well, you are. Well, you are. I'm okay. perfectly acceptable. Well, you all hang out with me, so guilty by association. That's why oh, I, I thought you meant our character people. No, no, no. Oh, oh real, real. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. No, 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 shit. Oh, all right, fair, fair. All right, so uh, my question is: It's to a you fantasy all. role-playing game. We play nice people. <laughs> You're across the river now. Yes. Uh, it's going to be another hour or so for them to ferry over all the mechanical constructs from the tail end of the caravan. Are you going to wait it out and travel with these guys, or are you just going to say fuck this plan and ride away? I said wait it out and travel. Yeah. Why uh we made the why, why break in a regular relationship that starts right. out yeah. nice. Yeah. yeah. Are you gonna mingle with them or are you gonna hang out in the screw machine and wait for the hour? Um I, I, the only one that we had any interest in talking to was uh Mel uh Mel Modron Gibson. Boy. Mel, Mel Gibson. No, the Modron guy. Oh, Mel yes. Torme. Yeah. Yes. Mel Mel Meltris. No, Mel Torme is different. Um Meltris. But it sounds like he's gonna be the last one to come across, huh? Uh, he's already crossed. He was oh. in the wagon right before you, but his vehicles are crossing behind you. Gotcha. Um, and he also is not so good at the talking. Right, yeah. Uh, and we were like 49, 51 on letting him know we even have the Kyrox to begin with. So I say we just keep to ourselves. Yeah. Well, because the thing that he said is don't talk to him. He sees things that aren't there. Which, Which uh, is that really is, that's really intriguing because I guarantee those things are actually there. It's hell. Of course they are. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, I'm the lawful one. I guess if anyone's going to talk to me, right? Anyone with more than a negative charisma should uh, do that. Yeah. You guys have talked yourself into and out of talking to this guy like four times. So. We're scared. Yeah. We don't have to tell him we have the thing, so just yeah. don't fuck up. Yeah. Keep drinking, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> Literally my first drink, and I've had one sip. Um, so what is, what is he, like, engaged in doing right now? Uh, at the moment, he is uh, in the back of a wagon. He is suspending himself from two like pull-up bars on the top of the wagon with uh-huh. two arms, and the remaining six are in sequence hammering the bejesus out of what looks like some sort of a combustion chamber from the back of a motorcycle. Clang, 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 And every once in a while, you can hear the motorcycle rev up as if someone's stepping on the gas, but nobody is driving it. It's just a piece of machinery mm-hmm. on his table. Hmm. Um, I'll, I'll politely knock on the side of his wagon or whatever he's... They approach! Oh, God. <laughs> uh... He's just one of me. My name is Dragomir. And they are liars! Yes, indeed, they do lie. Nice motorcycle you got there. It is! <laughs> Isn't it? <laughs> um, Speak the truth! I will know! It is very nice motorcycle, better than I could build. That is true. Come in! Approach! I duck my head under When you duck your head under, he does this bizarre, like, spinning thing, almost like a pinwheel. The arms grab different bars and turn him around, but not 
like just rotating upside down. Like he literally spins his whole body and contorts it in a way that spins him around like a starfish until he's facing you. But now his feet are grabbing the bars and he's upside down facing you. And his one eye is this big, like, um, like cat-shaped point at the top and bottom kind of eye, which slowly rotates in place and clicks as if taking pictures from a camera. Hmm. Um, my friends and I have joined your caravan for a short time until we reach uh, Tiamat's domain. And uh, I wanted to introduce myself. Compactees, then. Have you come to barter? And the eye socket... Uh, sort of separates from the cavity of the Modron and protrudes about six inches. <laughs> and then there's these like sliding panels of metal that slide and condense the eye socket down to about half its size. And it sticks out about 18 more inches like a telescope. <laughs> at this point, it's looking straight in your face like, like, like Java's palace. <laughs> yeah. Ichuta. Um, <laughs> no one, no baga. Perhaps we might barter, but what do you have for sale? Trade. Um, the uh, the eye socket rotates and continues rotating and it spins freely a couple times in place and then zooms back up into the eye and the eye socket opens up big again and at this point there's like a heads up display all throughout the eyeball in the center of the Modron and it's got all sorts of little meters and dials and like color coded wheels you can't quite decipher like a gamer PC yep yeah and it says um, ideal and infernal machines. Not like an exercise bike. Um, yes, I do many pelotons. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, well, what kind of infernal machinery do you have uh, pre, pre-made here? Feast your eyes upon my displays. And he spreads his arms out, and he drops down from the bars on the surface, and he lands. And he whips out his deck. <laughs> It might be his <laughs> he lands down on the surface of the wagon. The wagon is just like boards, but the inside, the walls and the ceiling are metal polished surfaces mm. with many hooks and chains hanging from different places as if he's keeping various bits of machinery imprisoned. Um, and when he gets down to the ground, he wheels like a wagon wheel across the bed of the wagon to the far end where the driver's cabin is to get out of the way so you can view the majesty of everything he has laid out. Uh, when he does so, he stands next to a series of uh, pulleys on a winch on the corner of the wagon that look remarkably similar to like the sort of arrangement you would use to lift a chandelier in a castle. Okay. And he uh, uses one of his many arms to elbow a lever, and it releases the winch, and it unfurls, and all these different chains release their tension, and pieces of uh, polished metal that were held up by chain descend. They fold down into the walls revealing a ridiculous array of various pieces of infernal machinery. Um, you have no idea what the fuck any of this shit does. <laughs> uh, but you do see a ridiculous array of stuff in here. Uh, one of the things you do sort of vaguely recognize is it looks like a hand crossbow that is designed for fire giants. It's about four foot long, but it has a single hand grip for a hand that would be about this big in a while. Uh, and it appears to fire crossbow bolts that are the size of ballista bolts. Nice! <laughs> hmm. That's interesting. I'm not we, there. We do, we do have one there. person that can grow to giant size if she ever wants, like, a giant hand crossbow. A giant fireball gun. It probably I'm sure that's exactly what it sounds yeah. like. <laughs> it's a pop gun. <laughs> that's what it sounds like when you put the silencer on. <laughs> so, For some not, reason, what's going through my head right now is you have just met, like... 
demonic Ron Popeil, and he's about to show you. He's about to show you. You'll love my nuts. I kind of picture this guy as a uh, a deranged robot sommelier from Jumbo Tip. Okay, all right. Um, I'll start perusing. I mean, obviously, like you said, I don't know anything except for this crossbow. But like the most interesting one, I'll be like, what 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 does this one do? Uh, give me an intelligence roll. Oh, straight up intelligence, no saving throw. It's just the oh, intelligence, intelligence roll skill. to find the And that's still a disadvantage, thing. I imagine, right? Uh, it's an ability check, so yeah. We're gonna go with five. That is the combustion chamber for a projectile weapon. A gun? You're not there. Fuck. Um, <clears throat> a gun, not B gun. Do I look? Does anything look to be astral piston shaped? Uh, looking around, from what you've seen of, um, I shouldn't see anything about astral pistons yet. No. Or an intact Nirvanian copy. <laughs> you see a lot of things that look like they might, you know, go in and out of a chamber. I, as far <laughs> as that, like, no, not really. Um, yeah. Most of what he seems to deal with seems to be combustion based. So, like. Um, black powder chambers and like spheres where powder would ignite and places yeah. where oxygen has limited access and all that sort of stuff. Um, a lot of machine parts that look like they would slot into places on the screen machine if you needed to repair it. Mm-hmm. You're not really sure what else he has here. You're not the guy for this job, it seems. Yeah. Um, and I, I will just ask real vaguely before I go because I, I have to like uh, I'm not uh, I, I'm not gifted with knowledge when it comes to machines. But we have uh, been talking to Maggie, who is looking for a Nirvanian cog box. Is that something you would have in stock? Um, nice. The eye socket does the thing where the metal plates fold in and the telescope comes out. Mm-hmm. And it performs an insight check on you. Give me uh, a charisma roll. No skill, just charisma. So disadvantage again? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Balls. Um, that is a eight. That's a 20. He says, show me. Nice bluffing. What, what way to bluff the guy here. <laughs> what do you want me to do? You sent me in here knowing I was going to be rolling at disadvantage. Yeah, well. <laughs> Sending me in there with a big fat goose egg on my charisma. That probably would have been better because it's, like it it's like minus five equivalent <laughs> yeah. with disadvantage. Yeah. Oh, actually, what's your, what's your charisma? It's plus three, right? Uh, plus two. Oh, yeah, I'd probably be better to center. Close, though. Um, I don't... I don't I'm not carrying it. I would have to go talk to my companions. They may say no. He says, Why would you acquiesce? Why would you show me this thing? What is it you need? What is your angle? I just put the cats out of the bag, right? It broke it. <laughs> it's uh, we are we are we are keeping it secret because we don't know you and we don't want to get robbed. That is the honest truth. He uh, he like, spins. Check that, bitch. <laughs> he, he's holding on now, back to the bars and the ceiling with his feet, and he rotates himself back up till he's holding up with his top arms and the rest mm-hmm. of the arms. And the first arms cross, and the second set of arms cross, and the feet cross. <laughs> and he says, um, "Such is bad." For business, bring it here and we may barter. We need it, but we would barter for its repair. It has been broken. He, uh, one of the sets of arms unfurls, one crosses the chin and does this thing, and he says, You are on the march, then. (laughs) 
where we were until some asshole ranger shot it with a fucking arrow. Um, it is technically promised to another. We could not sell it, but we cannot deliver it in its current broken state. Bring your companions. I would speak with all of them. Come, come. My workshop is safe for now. Okay. I guess. I get moon color, and I get blue, and we go. <laughs> Fuck the other thing. <laughs> you did say companions, not <laughs> assholes I trust. These, these are just the people I slept with, so. <laughs> um, in all I, uh, honesty, do you get these three, and if you do, do you also get any of the NPC characters? Um, why don't we have Lulu keep an eye on moon color? Or unless you want to stay behind and I'll bring Lulu. You could be the moon color. Or unless we bring moon color into the workshop. <laughs> um, I mean, moon color can always teleport if there's trouble. I, 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 I don't feel it's in Zanzer's character to leave it alone. Which, the, 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 the unicorn? The, the unicorn, yeah. Okay, you stay with the unicorn and I'll bring these two and, and Lulu. Okay. Yeah, sounds good. Once you return, make make excuses. Tell them I'm always making excuses. Taking a shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fucking yeah. return. Washing my hair. Zanzer would have come, but he's an antisocial dick. <laughs> Zanzer would have come. I don't pass an inside check, so that's fair. Um, when you return, this modron. He's stroking his unicorn. The torso of this modron, 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 uh, this cube-shaped body has actually changed dramatically in the time that you've been gone. Uh, the eye has shrunk down to about half its size and is now at the top of the cavity, and the bottom half of the modron is now divided into three square rings that go around the bottom that rotate individually of each other, and each one has a different pair of legs. And it's sort of like a like a Dakota ring from the 1950s. Like, oh, they really? spin in- individually um, with, like, different weird symbols on each that uh, I believe none of you... Speak, Modron. I'm so turned on right now. <laughs> Be sure to drink zero one one zero zero one. I think binary. I saw a two. It's basically, it's okay, binary. there's no yeah. such thing as two. Um, but they they seem to rotate independently. So while it's holding on to the ceiling by its two mm-hmm. forearms, mm-hmm. Um, the remaining six limbs are spinning individually, working on different projects. When you return, and the eye sockets half its size, and it says, "Yes, come in, come in. Do I know you? Uh, I don't know. You uh, tell me. This is Ingrid." This is Nemea. When you said you'd bring your companions, I didn't expect them to be so small! Hey. hey. She is grower, not shower. Do, do the trick. <laughs> <laughs> do the trick. I can only do it three times per long rest. Or oh, short rest. They are the size they need to be right now. I find your terms acceptable. <laughs> Provide to me the device. Maybe bring it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> shit. back to the wagon. <laughs> uh, technically, I have it. Oh, okay. Yeah, you had it. <laughs> I got the card for it, I think, which means I have okay. it. Yes. That, that's how that it makes does. sense. Yeah. So when you, uh, are you, you show them, are you going to hide it? I'll be like. <clears throat> as soon as you put it down, before your hands come off of it, two arms spin from the center part of the torso and grab onto it and pull it out uh, of your I heart. Did the, mm. Hey, hey, mm-hmm. hey. Let him work. And he pushes just, it up into the ceiling and he pushes it up really hard. And then the limbs that are holding him onto the bars from the ceiling release, and he doesn't drop. It's like stuck to the ceiling, and the other limbs like suction cup onto the ceiling, so he can stand directly over it. And his eye starts to spin and like rotate around the torso as he contorts from different angles. And then one of the limbs releases and punches the side of the box, and the, the door, like the panel swings open and just hangs. Are you fixing it, or are you breaking it harder? 
Ask the one who put the arrows in this one. Yeah, that's kind of fucking this one. <laughs> well just, played. Just a fucking arrow. I shot it with a fucking arrow. More than one. More than one. Did I? Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah several. Um, says, yes, yes, it is reparable. <laughs> How much rice do we have to put it in? <laughs> Surely you spoke with Akari. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. 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 Did he tell you about our little band? He said you are band? traveling salespeople, yes. Did he tell you about Haskal? 